There it is. Episode 23, brought to you by none other than Fergie and her new album called The National Anthem. Let's hear some more. What's so Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Listen to that low note. Here we go. Give her a second, guys. Give her a second. Hold on. Oh, silky smooth, hey? Silky smooth. Let's just go ahead here. Let's see if we can get one more run here. Here it is. Hit it. Hit it, Fergie. Nailed it. <laughs> um, nailed it. Uh, shout out to Fergie. Congratulations. Well done. Nailed the anthem. I thought um, if there's one person, you know, the U.S., they need to be brought together right now. And if there's one person who I think might be able to do it, it could be the Fergie Fergs, man. I mean, who? You know she can do the anthem. How, of course, you can't just sing my humps and not be able to nail any other type of singing, right? You can't just rock out Fergalicious and not be able to hit some opera music easily. So good for her. Absolutely nailed it. That inspired me. Let's also see uh, Mariah Carey just came out with a Christmas album. Let's see this. Hear this. Oh. oh yeah. Make my wish come true. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not I saw something funny. I wasn't laughing at the singing. The singing was really good, okay? Oh, I feel bad for them. It is I didn't realize that here's the thing. At least with comedy if you bomb, you can get out of it. You can, I can make a joke and I can move. When you're, if you start bombing during singing, I mean, what do you do? You have to finish the song. And I guess your voice is actually a muscle. I don't know about this because I don't sing, obviously. But I guess you really do. You have to like rest it. All these singers end up getting these polyps or whatever. Pustables. Balls of snot on their vocal cords from using them. So yeah, I'm sure over time it gets a lot harder. To hit those notes, but hey, man, nailing it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. All right, we'll leave her alone. Uh, shout out to Mariah is not an official sponsor of this podcast, but we'll give her some. Uh, we'll give her some spotlight. She's got a new Christmas album called Whatever That Was. Fergie and Mariah coming in here, starting it strong. We're looking for music to bring us together in these turbulent times. Speaking of which, uh, man. Music is such an important part of our lives, if you think about it, and especially when you're working out, man. I don't know if you guys have ever tried to exercise without music. It's it quit. I've had I've had times where I've driven all the way to the gym, um, and then I realize I don't have my headphones, and I just go home. I'm not working out. You want me to I lift weights dry? That's what we call it, lifting them dry weights with no music. How do I get pumped up? I just think positively. <laughs> what do I just think? Positive thoughts? 
Ridiculous. And that happened to me today. I started my run. 200 meters in, the music cuts out. And now I'm like, do I just stop and restart? And I'm like, no, let's just go. And you know what I realized? Here's the really cool thing about running without music is you realize how boring <laughs> running is. I mean, it's uh, it's creepy to have to just listen to your own breath for 20 minutes as you're as you're trying to run and then you gotta think I got to be in my head the whole point of running was so that I could not be in my head I, I like to just run and move and have my good friend limp biscuit in my ear telling me something about my way or the highway telling me to roll in I go thanks Mr. Biscuit thanks for Mr. Biscuit for getting me pumped and today, nothing. I'm just, I'm running. Ugh. And you just have to keep going like, it's okay. Like in my head, the conversation, I'm like, it's okay. We can do this without, we can do, <laughs> we can do this without music. Let's go. Let's go. Ugh. I'll never do that again. It's so tough. It's tough to really get pumped up. I don't know how people do it. You see those old videos of like Arnold just working out with no music back in the day insane mad props to that i don't even i feel like i can't even go around my house without listening to something you ever have to like go from one floor to another floor and you're like i better put a podcast in my ears can't just be roaming around doing stuff without constant inputs because then i gotta be stuck with thoughts don't want to be stuck with thoughts now speaking of thoughts um and i mean that is not in the t-h-o-t way like the kids say Still don't know what that is. Thought. T-H-O-T. What is that again? Is that that hoe over there or something? Anyway. God, I've never felt nerdier and older than when, than what I just said right now. Let's pretend that didn't happen. What are they kids say? With their thought words? So this is the creepiest YouTube advertisement I've ever encountered. I actually paused it today. I didn't even skip ad. I paused this because I said, we need to listen to this together. And I just think the way this started off, I don't know, maybe it's not going to be creepy, but the way it started off, I got some vibes. So let's listen to it together and let's just, I mean, experience this and see what this is. Warning, the following presentation does not apply to women and is only for men who want to make a woman obsess over them. Right. So I don't think I have to explain any more than that's how much I heard so far already creeped out, but let's keep going. This presentation shares breakthrough psychological techniques, which work fast and give men complete control of dating and relationships. Oh, great, dude. I think that's, how do they say in law, illegal? You're about to hear from an award-winning expert in the science of dating, psychology, and human behavior. Now, just so you guys uh, are filled in here with full context, a video just popped up of this award-winning expert and I'll tell you, you can tell he's an expert because he is wearing a cardigan. Who is taught to sold out audiences around the world. All men. Dedicated his entire life to the study of attraction, influence, and personal development. Hey, my name's Christian. And one more. So that last part actually sounded pretty positive. Let's see. Warning, if you're a woman, this presentation is going to make you uncomfortable. Because it That's, hey, sir. Uh, what year are you in? 
that you think you can put something like that up. Okay, let's keep going. The discoveries I'm going to share about what women want, what they secretly crave, are really messed up. And I promise you've never heard of this before. <laughs> and by tapping into this secret knowledge, Dude. you will have what it takes to make any woman obsess over you. Okay. I'm give you one of my very best tips. All right, let's just, just hear his best tip. Use it to figure out if a girl will have sex with you on the first Oh! Day. It works every time. Oh my God. See, some girls, they need to have sex early. And if you don't make your move, they get bored and they'll leave you. <laughs> more exciting guy but <laughs> okay i can't even do any more of this dude that got even i did not think it was going to go that blatant like i thought at least he i mean it's pretty obvious this guy is one of these pickup artist guys but i thought he was gonna gift wrap it a little more discreet than that he just went right for it huh oh that's creepy as shit Ugh. how is that still allowed how did youtube allow that and also here's the other thing too I'm I'm not looking at that stuff on YouTube. I was searching how to replace the produce air filter in our refrigerator because it fell out. And then I got this guy popping up. I'm trying to watch a refrigerator air filter video. And I got this guy coming up like, yeah, you want to have sex with a woman? <laughs> and Jen just looked over at me. She's like, what are you watching? Ugh, God, that's so crazy. Let's see if anyone else has a new album coming out. Oh, dude, that bass line, man, if you don't know what that song is, I can't help you. I can't help you. That's one of the most ballin' beats of all time. Daniel Bedingfield. I got to get through this. I got to get. Oh, <laughs> that's another one of those that I can listen to. Uh, just go back and listen, man. It reminds me of the good old times. And that guy was actually on American Idol. Do you guys ever, you ever think back to some of those American Idol winners? And you're like, where, where are they? Where is Ruben Stuttered? Right? Where is Bo? What was that guy's name? Bo? American Idol Bo. Let's see that. Where is that guy? I mean, you won the big competition. Bo? Bo Michaels? Bo Bice, dude. Oh, he cut his hair. That's why. Cut his hair. He's done. Let's go through the last 10 American Idol winners and let's see if we remember any of them. All right, here we go. Season one, Kelly Clarkson. Of course, we all know Ruben Stuttered. I just brought him up. Season three, Fantasia. Marino, do you guys remember her? What happened to her? Carrie Underwood. She won American Idol? I didn't know that. Taylor Hicks. Jordan Sparks. David Cook, Chris Allen, Lee DeWeese. Okay, now I can tell I haven't watched the show in forever. Scotty McCreary, Phil Philip Phillips. <laughs> First of all, hold on. Philip Phillips was the winner of season 11. Now let's pause. Okay, so his parents, when this gentleman was born assuming this is his real name, already know that their last name is Phillips. And then they had a discussion at some point that said, "What? hey, what should we name our son? I mean, how about we just copy and paste? Why didn't she just do Phillips Phillips? That would have been... That much funnier. Like, actually, maybe it's funnier that they at least took a letter. Oh, like, well, we can't name him Phillips Phillips. 
I mean, that would be ridiculous. But I think Philip Phillips is different enough. It's got a good name. Let's see if he's any siblings. Anyone who's named something normal. That is crazy. Philip LaDon Phillips Jr. Oh my goodness. So he's a Philip Phillips Jr. Which means that his... <laughs> There's no way this is real. This means his dad... His dad is Philip Phillips. So that so if if they're at a family dinner, there's four Phillips but in two seats. There's Philip Phillips next to Philip Phillips Jr. And I'm assuming that the grandpa, I mean it's got to come from somewhere. He's got to be Philip Phillips. Damn. That must have been back one of the that's a family tradition, so I kind of respect it. That must be back when you chose your own name. There must have been a time in history where people actually just got to choose their name. Because where did the names come from? Right? At some point, somewhere, someone had to be like, you know what? I'm Eric. What do I do? I carve some shit. I'm going to be Eric Woodcarver. And now, everyone in his family, their last name's Woodcarver, and they don't even know why. But someone had to choose it initially. So whoever this Phillips is, yeah, that's probably what happened. His family way back in the day, maybe they were pilgrims or something. And they're like, whatever, I'm Phillips. Just copy and paste it. Save some money and let's just reuse it. That's hilarious. Shout out to Philip Phillips. I've never uh, heard of him. No disrespect. Uh, man, the rest of these winners, I've never heard of any of them. That shows, is that, oh my, what? I'm, oh, hold on a minute. And then someone was named Just Sam. Okay, that's a stage name. Holy smokes. Oh, almost had a panic attack there. I could not deal with, we're already dealing with Philip Phillips, and if there was someone who was actually named Just Sam, I mean, we might have to end the podcast right now. But the real name is Samantha Diaz. She's called Just Sam. That's kind of a cool stage name. Yeah, man, that's weird to think that all of those winners, and there's, what, two that have gone on to do stuff? You got Kelly Clarkson, you got Carrie Underwood, and you got my boy Daughtry. People forget. Dude, do you remember Taylor Hicks had gray hair when he was like 30? Isn't that weird when that happens to guys? I mean, I guess it's better than losing it. But some guys go gray real early. Looks kind of cool on some guys, right? Taylor Hicks, he pulled it off. How can you win American Idol and then what do you do after that, right? I'd rather just not win. Because if you go do anything normal, they're going to be like, hey, why are you here at like... You're working at Mr. Lube? Didn't you win American Idol? Get out there and sing. Or they probably do that shit, like the same thing they did, people do when you, they find out you're a comic. Comedian, they're like, you're a comedian? I don't know why they're all Southern. <laughs> oh, you're a comedian? Why don't you tell me a joke? I know this is an office and we're in a break room. Tell me a joke. And I don't know why I sound like Dr. Phil. It's because you need to decide... What you're doing with your life, quite frankly. Okay, now let's move into 10 things you didn't know you inherit from your parents. Let's find out. This is a list that popped up. Here we go. Number one, your ability to lose weight. Okay, let's just keep going. Number two, how easily you gain weight. Hey, those are the same thing. I think I'm getting scammed again. Number three, your ability to focus. Ooh, this is interesting. If your mother has lower levels of serotonin, a brain chemical linked to mood, 
then you're more likely to develop attention deficit hyperactivity disorder later in life. And this is why I could never be a mother. And that's hard for me to say. I could never be a mother. I would feel, I already feel guilty half the time. Like when I eat a Popeye's chicken sandwich, which I've talked about numerous times, I already feel guilty about the fact that that's like going probably directly into my liver, right? Probably a bit of that chicken skin is surfing over to my kidneys and, and scraping them up. And I'm sure a lot, I'm sure some of those French fries are dangling around my pancreas, clogging it up. But at least that's my organs. At least that's my stuff. I would be so nervous to have a baby growing in my tummy where I'm like, man, if I take one thing, look at this. If your mom has lower levels of serotonin, you can't even really control that. And you might mess this baby up. My baby, this person that I'm growing might not be able to focus because I got, because my, I got low serotonin, which I can't even control. Imagine eating a Popeye's chicken sandwich. You'd be like, is some of this delicious? Is the pickle going to hurt my baby? So that's crazy. I would not want to be responsible in that way. That would make me so nervous, right? Just to think that I could have an impact on someone else living in me. Ooh. Okay. Number three, let's keep going here. All advertisements. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Another one. If you hit, <laughs> if you hit puberty early, Ooh, I mean, what is early? What's late? I don't even know when I hit it, man. As a guy, how do you know? As a girl, you know. As a girl, you know. I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's a bit of an event. So at least you have a very identifiable moment where you go, I'm a lady now. But as a guy, what, how do you know? Is it when you have to shave the first time? How do you know you've hit puberty? How do you even know you're done it? How do I know I'm done it? I could be a late bloomer. Who knows? I remember I used to have a lot of acne. That was part of it. Ugh, that sucks. Right? Remember acne? Everyone would just have it. We're all touching pimples and stuff. How have we not figured that out? How can we, excuse me, excuse me. How can Elon Musk shoot a rocket ship into space and we still have pimples and we can't figure that out i've always wondered about that like we can literally shoot a rocket ship in a space have it come land down you can amazon also figured out how to do same day shipping on batteries we can figure that out but we can't figure out how to stop men's hair from falling out isn't that crazy why is some stuff so far behind and some stuff is so far ahead it feels like the fluoride scientists are always improving it Half the time, every time I go in the dentist, it's a different program. Every time they've upped the fluoride technology to where now they're just shooting on your teeth with lasers. Those scientists are making moves. And then I heard if a horse hurts itself, they have to kill it. Where's the technology there? Let's get some advancement in horse medicine. All right, that was a bit of an aside. Let's keep going here. Your laugh lines. That's stupid. Your mood. Dude, this is so vague. I can't believe I fall for lists like this. Let's keep going. This is what you inherit from your parents that you didn't know. The genders of your children. Whoa. Obviously, the genes from you and your spouse determine the gender of your children. Yeah, you think. But did you know 
what that which gender genes you pass on may be inherited from your father. Okay. You know what, man? These lists, it's just like the number, I'm surprised one of them isn't the number of limbs. Obviously, if you and your uh, you and your partner have two legs, your baby will be very likely to have two legs. But did you know if your dad had two legs, it could help? <laughs> your memory. It's been known for some time that a family history of Alzheimer's disease. Okay, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's just saying that diseases run in families. It's kind of sad. Keep going. Your fertility. That makes sense. I don't know. Is it the end one? There's one more. Let's see. Your hairline. I already discussed this. I just talked about that. Wow. What a time to be alive. Okay. And literally, I don't know if you guys heard that ping, but literally as I'm recording this, I just got the news. Jen texted it to me that restrictions in place till January 21. Well, you know what that means? More daily episodes of Nessing Around. Because I'll be trapped inside the whole month. Um, Man, what do you guys want me to talk about? Send me some messages. Send me some videos. I'm down, man. The world is our oyster. This podcast is our oyster. <laughs> Oh my God, that was brutal. Hold on. You know what? Let's close on that. Let's figure out what that saying even means. Because I've said that the world's your oyster. But what does it mean? One sec, please. Okay, I found it. It looks like it's our old friend. It was coined by William Shakespeare and first appeared in his play, The Merry Wives of Windsor. Windsor. I will read this. Ready? Here's the quote. This is the first time someone said this. This is from a character named Pistol. Why then the world's mine oyster, which I with sword will open. <laughs> What's funny is that's probably the most coherent Shakespeare sentence I've ever read. So, I mean, it just means you can do whatever you want. If you like Shakespeare, why don't you guys make this week your oyster? You're listening to this on Friday. You're gearing up for that weekend. Let's have a fun weekend. I'm going to hit you guys again Saturday with another episode. Let's talk again tomorrow. Bye-bye.